0: Hi, welcome to My Creativity. I'm your host, Surrey. I reveal how I work, my projects, my process, well, my creativity, from planning and goal setting to how I stay accountable for my output, the way ideas pop into my head, and the frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and formalize. Each week, I go over last week's goals. And at the end of the episode, I produce some new goals for the coming week. So, last week's goals, I was going to do some running. Things have changed, my hips hurt. When I say hips, I mean my fascia latae or whatever it's. Uh, it's a muscle. You anyway, know, it's a little muscle at the top of my hips that uh, connects down to the, the iliotibial band, and it is sore because, as it turns out, my left mm, gluteus minoris is um, strained, and so that caused an imbalance in the way I was running, which means I was putting extra strain on my his fascia muscles, which cause them to hurt. So I've sort of stopped that for the past week and they've stopped hurting and I've got some exercises and stretches to do. So here's to recovery. Instead I'll be cycling. My short story. Yes, I got started on my short story. Uh, I've currently got the called Hanson and Greta. And I've gotten into that, into the first section, which is welcome to the world. And it's going quite nicely. And I'll talk about that in a moment because often we have this situation where we want to start and we don't know how to start. And so we spend a long time trying to figure out the best way to start doing something. And this isn't just writing. This is, this is pretty much anything that you aren't super uh, routinely starting you like, for example, it's easy for me to know where to start drinking my coffee. That's pretty easy. Uh, it's easy for me to start cooking dinner because I've done that every night for many years. But when it comes time to starting a new story or a, um, I did a woodworking project over the last weekend, making some steps for my dog to get in and out of the car, His his hips are causing him trouble too, but that's more likely arthritis. We end up with this situation, though, where we're looking at a new project or a new activity, something that we're not doing on a routine basis. And we become paralyzed, uncertain of where to start, not wanting to take that first step because it could be in the wrong direction. And this this comes from there's a psychological condition, some people call it analysis paralysis, or it's the uh, paradox of choice, which is an interesting situation. So what researchers have found, and I'll just get to some researchers. So the paradox of choice is a book by an American psychologist called Barry Schwartz. And in that book, he argues that eliminating consumer choices can greatly reduce anxiety for shoppers. And so he's, he's looking at this from a point of shopping. What he comes from, the, the point he comes from though, is that in a variety of fields of psychology that study how happiness is affected by success or failure of goal achievement, he compares various choices that, in particular, Americans. But I, I think it, it it fairly well translates. It's various choices that the, these Americans face in their daily lives by comparing selection of choices at a supermarket to the variety of classes at an Ivy League college. So why does this cause us to stop? Why does having choice cause us to stop and it is interesting he talks about here it's not just having some choice but it's having a lot of choice and when we're looking to start a project that we don't do routine routinely there appears to be basically an infinite number of ways of starting and we we often also think there must be additional ways that we're just not experienced enough to even know how to start so maybe we need to study more maybe we need to learn more and get more choices so Schwartz he talks about there's different ways that people, the steps, sorry, in a different way, steps that people go through in order to come to a decision or make a choice. The first one is you could figure out your goals or your goal. And this is, you know, what is it I want? You know, I want to start writing my story. or I want to buy the best electronic drum kit I can and so forth. Then we have to evaluate the importance of each goal because there'll be different goals. Yeah, you know, I want to write this story. Uh, do I want to write it quickly? Do I want to write it uh, a high level of quality do i want to write it by hand in pen and so we've got to figure out wh- which one of these things is most important now we have an array of options that we have to um, lay out and we could have um, these different buckets if you will that we put our options into and and we need to sort them out now we need to evaluate how each of these options is going to meet our goal will i yeah let's say so i want to start writing this short story and I want to write it relatively quickly but high level of quality so I have options I can start typing into a text pad I could start typing straight into a word document I could start um, by beginning with some dialogue or I could start by describing a scene I could start by um, writing it on a pad first or dictating it lots of different ways and then we've got to pick our winner. Now, see, the problem is we want to be able to choose in a way that makes us happiest. And whenever we make a choice, we know that we're missing out on some other option. That's an opportunity cost. So if we have more options, then we can see more opportunity costs. And this is where this theory of the paradox of choice comes from, is that basically once you go above, Three to five options, we we can't accurately or confidently evaluate enough of the options to determine what we're going to miss out on when we choose one of the best options, or what we think at the time is the best option. And so we sit there worried that making choice A means that we miss out on choices B through Z, and in com you know in combination there there's, there's a lot of benefit we could be missing out on. But if you only have three things to choose from, it's Easier, you don't feel as if you're missing out as much. And you can look at that, for example, if you have um, three drink sizes, you know, small, medium, large, and you think, well, if I get a large, then I won't have a medium or a small. What's my, what am I missing out on? Or if I get a medium, I don't get large or small. But if you have a extra small, mostly small, a small, a small, medium, a medium, a medium-large, a large, a large-large, an extra-large, a triple-extra-large. All of a sudden, you're going, "Oh, just exactly how thirsty am I? Where, where on this spectrum of drink sizes do I fall?" And it's harder to make a choice, even though you have more choices. You've been given this huge um, array of opportunity, but you don't know which one's the best. And so there I am sitting, trying to figure out how to start my story. And it takes while, well, and this is often a source of procrastination, which I spoke about earlier, where you you're just uncertain, you don't want to make the wrong choice. There are so many ways you can approach it, and so many ways you can miss out. I, of course, have a way around this, and it's not, um, I mean, it's simple, but sometimes not easy. And the answer is, and I know there's other people who do this, but so I can't. I didn't get this from anyone else, but dependent independently developed it. The answer is to just start, and as simple as that sounds, it it is it. So uh, immediately I go, okay. So the first line here is, uh, I'm going to do so dialogue because it's a short story, and dialogue immediately introduces at least one character. If they're talking to another person, you've in, you've introduced two people. instantly. You can have a bit of an action around their um, speech tag, which immediately gives some sort of movement and involvement. So I think that's as good a way as any to start. And so I just started writing, knowing the direction I had to head in because I've plotted out this this piece. The advantage of just starting something, whether it be writing or uh, a woodwork project or any number of other situations, maybe you've got to choose a person to go talk to at a networking is you can very quickly discover whether it was a reasonable choice or not, and you can change your mind. So that this is the way it is. It's not it's not an all or nothing. And I guess this doesn't work when you do have a genuinely all or nothing choice, but very rarely do you anyway. The point is that I just started writing, and after I'm the first sentence, first couple of sentences, I started to feel this is worth continuing. But in the other times, I have certainly written a few sentences, written about a paragraph, um, written the second paragraph, and then I've gone back and looked at it and went, you know what? That first paragraph is just crap. Get rid of it. The second one, better way to start. Perfectly fine. The thing is, I've started. And I, I do this all the time. I used to do it at school when I had assignments to do. Uh, you get a group assignment in particular. There's three people sitting there and someone asks, so what are we going to do? And everyone kind of looks at each other. I early on discovered that if you just would say, we're going to do this and we'll do it like this, everyone will either go, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty good, or it'll suddenly become very evident that it's the wrong thing to do because someone will go, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. We should do this. Ah, Well, there we go. Now we know what we're going to do. You know, I'm not trying to dominate the conversation. I'm not trying to make it my way. What I'm trying to do is break that uh, stalemate, break that. Paralysis, where you have so many options and choices that you don't really want to take a step wrong. If you can break that ice, you can you can make a, a snap decision and start heading that direction. You'll very quickly realize whether it's a reasonable way to go or not. That's what I, do. I know. I've I've heard some people do it as a um a countdown. I can't remember who does that one. They three, two, one, do it and that's it. You don't, you just go jump into it uh, and it works. I get a lot of forward movement and uh, I, I can get a lot of productivity done very quickly, not because my first choice is always the best, but because I have made a choice. And that's the first step to being able to achieve something is to choose how you're going to do it and to start doing it. And that's what I've done. I've started my short story, which, as I've said before, is the Hansel and Gretel remix. And this one's called Hansen and Greta. I've got a, a fantastic um, worksheet, which goes through each part of my process and part of a plotting system, which I'm using to illustrate this system. And I'm on the first 500 words, which is. The welcome to the world, who's here, part of the plot, which is supposed to establish quickly in the reader's mind what the world is like, who's going to be involved. And I'm keeping in mind that I'm heading in towards the major theme. Now, I've already got all this sorted out. I've got not to 500 words, is welcome to the world. Words 500 to 600, so there's about 100 words there to introduce the major theme and moving on. So I expect I will get a lot more done now. So I've sat around doing a lot of plotting and planning and and then procrastinating and and so on and so forth. But now I've made a start. We're going to crack along. And something I have noticed, if you've been following along, my productivity uh, and efficiency and effectiveness has dropped right off these past sort of month or two. And I think that's a dual action going on there. One is... There's been a fair change in my uh, routine. I'm not jumping on the train in the morning. It's been an hour isolated with my laptop to do writing and work. And now I've sort of got kids. Uh, I'm just out in my, my home office, but, you know, there's the kids there, the wife's there, the dog's there. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not forced to deal with just my little work laptop. I've got a nice big screen. I've got my more powerful computer and I've got more options to do things. And so I've been writing this computer game and I've been doing some other bits and pieces here and there. I've been playing computer games as well, which I really should stop doing, but there you go. The other reason is I'm, I'm at the honeymoon is over stage of uh, business. And I do approach my creativity as a business pro, business process. And I don't know if anyone else has read this or, or found this. I, I learned it from Kerwin Ray when I was doing this business coaching course, as in being coached. I wasn't coaching. And it's this idea that, and, and it works in relationships too with people. The first 12 months of starting a new project, it's full of energy, It's exciting. This is the honeymoon phase where it's all, you know, it's all upside. After 12 to 18 months, you, you've gone through all the easy stuff and now you're hitting the hard bit where you've really got to, uh, probably your first setback, you've got to produce a few things. You know, I've, I've done my three books. I've done my audio drama. I'm now cracking on into this other book and I'm trying to come up with more marketing. And it's slowed me down, but I'm positive I'm on the right track. It's just a matter of working through it, getting myself back in order. So If you're having the same sort of thing where you're finding yourself, your life's been a bit disrupted, your routines are out of whack, trust in the process. Start carving out this time. Remember, time is is the, the same for everyone, and you get to control it. You've got the same amount of time as you do now as you've always had. I've got the same time. It's a matter of priorities. So my priorities have to pick up a bit or be refocused. So what does that mean for next week's goals? So for what I'm doing, instead of running, because uh, I I can feel my this um uh tensor fasciae latae muscle is stressed, it's sore. So I'm doing cycling at the moment. uh, and that's quite good. And then I'm also doing these exercises. I've got some stretches I'm doing. I'm doing some exercises to strengthen and rehabilitate my gluteal muscles so that they work together again properly. And I'm writing my short story. So that's all this week. If you do have a project or if you've got something you'd be mean to start but you're not really sure how to do it. Just dive in and just do, doesn't matter what you do to start, just start. If it's a written work, just write whatever garbage comes to mind straight up, knowing full well that this is not necessarily your final output. This is a way of getting yourself on track, finding out what it is you're supposed to be doing. So, till next week, have fun. See ya.